baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and in Minnesota and in America, the idea of diversity is under attack. Welcome to Drive Time. It's Jason, Dan, Susie here with the news. Glad to have you spending some time with us today. The question for you is this. Is using race as a factor in hiring, school admissions, whatever? Is using race as a factor racist? 651-461-9226. There has been a national debate about diversity that I have found both fascinating and maddening. And my answer to that question about whether using race as a factor is racist is absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I am troubled that... There is so much energy behind the idea that using diversity as a factor is a fail, is racist, is bad, is evil, is screwing over someone. Because I think you guys who feel that way are looking at this issue from completely the wrong perspective. Now, if you're using race as the only factor, well, that's a different story. That's a different story. Hiring school admissions, most considerations uh, where this comes into play, comes down to a tie. And I can tell you personally, as a white guy, I have been passed over for jobs when I was anchoring the news, when I was working in TV, because I was a white guy. I can also tell you that I got a job as a reporter in Milwaukee because a white guy left, got a job, he got a job at a network, opened up a job, and they were looking for another white guy to replace the white guy. Now, television has a bit of a, well, in a way, it's, it's, it's a more public display of what a lot of these companies are trying to do, which is to reflect their audience and do good business. And I think being diverse in hiring, like Mark Cuban has said, uh, is fundamentally about good business. 651-461-9226. Let's talk, uh, let's talk to Nick in Roseville. Nick, you're on the CCO talking text line. Do you think it's racist to use race in hiring? Absolutely. I agree with you because um, I have, so I'm blind. Right. And I have people that come from the county, Ramsey County, you know, to take me to the grocery store and things like that. I hope you don't think that's weird, but imagine a blind guy going through Cub Foods alone. <laughs> right. And one of them said to me, 
as I was getting to know this person, one of the people said to me, you know, I'm black. Are you going to have an issue with that? And I'm like, heck no. I said, as long as we get along, I don't care what color you are. And I can't see anyway. I can feel, but I can't see. Hmm. And so... I just think that, and this was 2020, 2021, so maybe she was thinking of George Floyd or something, I don't know. But, I don't know, I just think it's crazy how sometimes I feel like, because I'm 37 years old, and so right. sometimes I right. feel like we've gone back in time. Because yeah. I can remember yeah. in school, most of my teachers at Paris were white. Nick, thank so, you. Yeah, thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. It does. It does to a certain degree feel like we're we're moving backwards, and I do think that DEI has become sort of the the latest kind of boogeyman in the culture war. The latest thing to sort of galvanize your political foes and uh, your political allies. And so, this is some of the conversation that we've been seeing today. For example. On Martin Luther King Jr. Day, you know, you see plenty of, of, of people on the right, plenty of people on the left picking whatever, uh, whatever Martin Luther King Jr. quote kind of serves their purposes. And so this quote you're seeing a lot uh, from conservatives. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character. For white people to take that quote and act like that's, that applies to white people, I, I just find it hard to believe that people really believe that. But, but I know people do. There's, it, one of the beauties of social media and Twitter, for all of the failures of Twitter, is that over the last week, it has been fascinating to watch the debate play out between Elon Musk and Mark Cuban. You think, where else can can I watch two billionaires argue with evidence and examples and sort of uh, ad hominem attacks and all the stuff you'd expect from a couple billionaires? But the argument has been over diversity and diversity in hiring. And I tend to line up behind uh, Mark, Mark Cuban on this issue. So Elon Musk says this, and I want you to tell me who you agree with. DEI is just another word for racism. Shame on anyone who uses it. So Elon sort of making the case that if you're hiring based on race, you are being racist against white people. And and. Well, I reject that, and I'll explain that in a minute. You're welcome to weigh in at 651-461-9226. Mark Cuban says good businesses look where others don't to find the employees that will put your business in the best possible position to succeed. For me, the unfortunate thing, as we move forward in time, what I hope is that we do get close to what Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was talking about, which is not going to a colorblind society. That's 
That's not how I interpret what he's saying. I interpret his dream as that that his four little black children would have an equal shot at my white children. That ultimately diversity hiring doesn't mean you hire someone who's unqualified. Diversity hiring means you open the pool beyond like your neighbor's kids or the buddies at the country club or the other executives, neighbor's college friend. Because the truth is that's how a lot of hiring happens, right? Former intern, somebody who knows somebody. Expanding the pool is what DEI should be about. Does it go wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Does, does regular hiring go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it all goes wrong. Is that does that mean that that having an initiative to broaden the pool is racist? I say no. 6514619226. One texter saying, "Wouldn't you want the best surgeon working on you?" I love that question. And I want to get into that a little more. Dan's got thoughts on it. Dan was ready to jump. So what has Dan Cook ready to jump on the air to respond to this text? Keep your questions, keep your comments coming. Is using race as a factor racist? I say no. What do you say? 651-461-9226. Drive time continues next. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. There is an argument being made very vigorously right now. It's key in the presidential election. It's key in local election elections, discussion about college admissions, diversity, race as a tool uh, for hiring, for admissions, whatever, for scholarships. It's under attack. I think largely it's a dishonest attack. Uh, based out of fear that people are afraid of losing the advantage that they used to have in the system. And so this is an easy target to be mad at. Before the break, one of our texters at 651-461-9226 asked, wouldn't you want the best surgeon working on you? Implying that, that by using DEI, these diversity efforts that you would end up with an unqualified person. And I do think, Dan, that is a lot of people's fear. But you jumped up. What would you say? Because it's I I mean, I love I'm glad this texture texted in because this is the question uh, that people use to try and prove the point that it shouldn't matter who the you know, what ethnic background a person has. Right. You want the best person hired for the job. You want the best student allowed into the major university. You want the best which operates under the premise that there is such a thing as the singular best, which when it comes to massive hires or when it comes to massive student admissions, 
or when it comes to surgeons, which there are you know hundreds if not yeah. thousands of all over the country, there's no such thing as the best. Usually not. I mean, there'd be rankings. Usually there's, there's not. No, they yeah. usually, I mean, and even if there were a best, you know, surgeon in a specific field, yeah. the odds that everybody would be able to have that person be the one <laughs> operating on them are, you know, right. virtually nil, right? I mean, that's just, so it, it's, a, it's a question with a false underlying premise. Because the question that we're asking is, when you have, if you're going to oversimplify it like that, okay, you've got two people for a job, they're equal in all of their background. And the only thing that's different happens to be their ethnicity. Should you then consider ethnicity in terms of, of hiring? Yeah. And the easy answer is to say, well, no, of course not. We shouldn't that, you know, we want to be colorblind, like you said. Instead of saying, well, what's the makeup of this group that we're hiring into or that we're admitting into? Does the makeup of this company, does the makeup of this organization, does the makeup of this university adequately reflect the community that surrounds us? And yeah. if the answer to that is no – then yes, race and ethnicity should be part of the decision. Because you make better decisions, you get better outcomes when you encompass more perspectives. And so you want a diversity of backgrounds bringing those diverse, that diversity of, of perspective to your organization, to your university, to whatever it is. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean that you go hiring some you go looking for somebody who's less qualified but checks this race and ethnicity box that's not what we're saying and there was a texture that wrote in and said that the Harvard president is an example of a fail and i think that texture is right because when you look at her background it's not on par with other presidents past presidents of Harvard or other ivy league universities and they should have caught yeah the uh, her her writing incidents i'm blanking on the word suddenly Plagiarism. Her. Plagiarism, thank yeah. you. They, they should have caught that in the hiring process. For sure. And they didn't, and that's on Harvard. Yes. For sure. Now, again, to be clear, it's not like she was just like a random person. No. Right? Like no. She, but, but yes. Like her academic it, production was not on the level Is she in the elite to be a university president? Probably yes. Is she up to that university? Probably, Probably not. No. Of course, whenever a white CEO fails... No one's like, well, this is what happens when you get another yeah, rich guy. That's very true, yes. So that's where I question the true motivation of people who are raising these issues. Right. Now, I think most of our listeners who are raising these issues are not doing it out of a racist uh, place in their heart. I think most of the loudest voices who are trying to galvanize their political supporters down this road are doing it because they're being racist. And they know that that fear... Yeah. That fear of now I'm losing out and I'm losing out and it's unfair because I can't I can't change my skin color. And some of the response that they get from the left isn't very helpful. It's like, well, no, you know what it feels like to be black. All right. okay. So how does that how does that improve things? Like that's not what we're that's not what we're going for. I would say that. In this political cycle, you should have your alarms up when you hear people saying, well, that's DEI for you. Mm-hmm. Boeing for the door being blown off. People are saying, uh, you know, Elon Musk was one who started kind of tweeting about Boeing's like diversity efforts. 
uh, makes flying less safe. We're talking about different efforts to, you know, United Airlines and Boeing were proud of being hiring non-white workers. And so one of our texters says, you know, how's it work out for Boeing? They're proud of their hiring diversity, and now they have workers who can't tighten bolts. Well, you have no one has any evidence that that's true. So it's just people are jumping to that conclusion. And you know what? That is racist. I'm sorry. Like, that is racist, that idea. Now, do I think it's a tougher time to be white in America today than it was 10 years ago? Sure. Do I think it's still easier in hiring and college admissions and scholarship? Certainly in promotions at the highest level of companies. Do I think it's still pretty easy relatively speaking, to be white? I do. I do. My son is a junior at the U. Dean's List, well-spoken. He applied to dozens of companies seeking a summer internship, could rarely get an interview. I asked a friend's wife, who is an HR director, and she said, all big companies have diversity quotas. That must be hit. So as a white male, he immediately goes to the bottom of the list. Um, that may be true. I do think if you are a young, it it is more challenging today in the hiring world. I would like to see some more data that proves this out because anecdotes we have, you know, one person had this experience, another had that. Um, and I'll, I've got two kids right now who are (laughs) kind of in the throes of this and you what what my kids will get is an advantage that I didn't have. Like, I know a lot of people. My parents didn't. So the, those connections will help my kids. Is that fair? Is that ca- fair relative? Like, a lot of things are not fair. But I do think that diversity has become an enemy, and I wish people would think about the benefits not just the benefits of society, the benefit of being more fair, the benefit of coming closer to what Dr. King was talking about, but there is a benefit to your business because your customers are getting more and more diverse no matter what your business is. This country is not getting more white. It's getting more diverse. And if you want your business to respond to your customers, which is pretty much what business is about, uh, then diversity is not just a worthy goal, it's about the only goal that's going to keep you from failure. 3.30, appreciate the text. Thank you all for coming in. 651-461-9226. You can always email us, jason at odyssey.com. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, Sun Country Airlines, the flight attendants did an informational picket against the airlines. We wanted to know more about what the flight attendants are trying to draw attention to and trying to get for their employees of this airline based here in the Twin Cities. We'll have that conversation next right here on Drive Time with Derusha. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 